What's up, guy? Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. You ready for this? Oh yeah, man. This is this is you the, ready for this? This is the highlight of twenty twenty one for us. As uh, as you can see, we've made some arrangements to the uh, to the scene, and uh, as you can see, I have two gentlemen with me today. You got upgrades too. Unique Barker and Jordan Sierra, aka Verse. <laughs> Uh, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, and you probably are because my lazy ass hasn't uh, put anything on Spotify nope. or Apple yet. Or, you've always been a little behind. It's okay. It's Today's, okay. listen, I'm not going to be shit talked on my own fucking show. Okay? <laughs> so you need to fucking be careful, get okay. the fuck together. Yeah, let smash. me ease up. Let me ease up. I know you got some dirt you're on that laptop. Smashed, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get smashed. So today's episode is going to be about the Miami music culture. I think I have two uh, subject matter experts here for today's episode. So a little background on uh, Unique. Unique is a, he's been pretty involved with the music industry, right? Um, Not just locally, but nationally. He's a producer, rapper. Um, If you don't know him for that, he's also had a top 10 music video on VH1 that he did for Brooke Hogan called Falling. He released two of her albums, as well as collaborate with other top Miami artists uh, like CeeLo Green, which he's not a Miami artist, but also, you know, he's up there. Uh, pr- collaborate with Scott Storch and one of those three artists that I mentioned. He's smashed before, but I'll g- let you guys, you know, figure shit out. Talking. Figure no, you, out. Say, you say you don't want to shit talk. Figure out who. You say you don't want to shit talk. <laughs> okay, you can do the shit talking. That's a, that's a bias. That's nice. That's nice. Thanks for that intro. Very nice. And uh, my homie Jordan. Well, hold on, you get him. He had a whole intro. You better have some good <laughs> shit for me. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. My homie Jordan, dog. Boom. Also rapper slash producer. You know. Boom. He makes his own shit. He makes his own fucking beats. His own lyrics. He uh, I was in the freestyles. studio. So I was just sitting there. I didn't do shit, but I sat there. So you could throw that in there. I sat with him. <laughs> <laughs> I sat there. You, you good? <laughs> so homie went viral a few years ago for. Uh, his impressionations of rappers, specifically Lil Wayne. He has told me that he will not be reciting his Lil Wayne impressions, but we are having some drinks, so maybe we'll, we'll change his mind along the way. Maybe. <laughs> it's not looking like it, done. though. My drink is empty. <laughs> oh, we can refill it. Where's, uh, where's the assistant? That's just soda. Nah, that nah, ain't soda. We got a little... Something in there. So, um, Jordan also has some music in the works, and we'll see if we get to that. But if he wants to premiere anything throughout the Jesus, what you- <laughs> this is alcohol in it, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. No, don't fucking drink that. Okay, okay, okay. I'll put it here. Horrible. <laughs> is it mixed with Coke or just alcohol? No, it's just fucking okay. All right, perfect. And together, these guys are the owners of Sobe Films. Boom. So they produced the promo video for the podcast, as well as all those fat booties you see on Instagram. Which so, that that promo, I mean, you know, we can we can give it up. That was a that was a great team team was, effort right there. That was you know, a great team effort. teamwork makes the dream work. Yes. Yeah, baby. You kind of look like a superstar in that I video. Kind of you know look. I mean, you know, it's amazing. What, I'm only as good as my production team, so I'll give it up to that's, them. Though. That's I'm gonna love. be home that's right love. now. That's love. I'm gonna be Cheers and applause right for that one. The people in the back. Wow. You know. Did you brush your hair before you did this interview? No, bro. This is straight, this <laughs> it looks straight. a little unclothed right now. This is straight know? out the shower, though. I Don't like worry. to go for that authentic, like, you. wind in the hair. I mean, hair in the wind. I had no time to fix my beard, but guess what I did get today? 
toothbrush. <laughs> I got a toothbrush. Oof. When you get a toothbrush from a girl at her house, it's a different kind of thing. This is a real thing. You get a toothbrush, you could bleed in her sink from your gums. That's real love right there. So I'm just saying that. Shout out to toothbrushes. That's how you know you made it, kids. It's a hopeless romantic, ladies That's, and gentlemen. These are relationships in 2021. Yeah. yeah. When you're yeah. bleeding and the girls for sink sure. For sure. from your gums. For sure. <laughs> we're, both, we're both bleeding at the same time right now. I got to say, we're... She's uh, bleeding from the bottom. You're bleeding from the top. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, Blood transfusion. Man. That is fine. It took me a second for that one. I was like, oh, mm. well. well, on a serious note, we're happy to be your first guest on what Hostway has to say. Thank you. We do a lot of shit talking, but you know we're proud of you to actually start your podcast in 2021. You know what I'm saying, and, and get this ball rolling. So you know we're behind yeah, you 100. percent Thank you guys. Thank you. Trust us to not ruin this. Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I'm proud to have you guys on. You know, you guys Thanks. are my friends. You guys are borderline brothers to me. So thank you, bro. Thank you. Happy for you. We cheers. like you, man. Little little cheers. Little cheers. Little little cheers, cheers for that. Gatorade makes some cheers for that. Vodka. Boom. <laughs> Mm. Mm. <coughs> yeah, it's gonna get spicy. So, I'm gonna give each of you a little bit, like a minute or two, to give uh, to give the people a little excerpt on why why you're qualified, guy. <laughs> why to, we're qualified to, to speak on Miami music culture? You know what well, I mean? I don't think we're qualified to be on the show, but you know. I mean, are we? Uh, <laughs> we all lie on our resumes, so yeah, yeah, know. for sure, for so. sure. Oh, so Miami music culture, that's what we're talking about? Yeah, why are you qualified? Who are you in the music industry, Doug? I've just been uh, immersed in the music business. Am I going first? Yeah, go I'm go going go. first? Okay. I've been in the uh, in the music business, man, in Miami. I started coming down here like the late 90s, early 2000s, and then um, started a record label along with my dad. He was really inspired uh, after seeing like Slip and Slide and a lot of like the labels from South Florida coming up during that time. He was like, let's start a record label. Um, so he wanted to do like a multi-genre record label, and so we did. We called it Sobe Entertainment. I was an artist. I went under the name Stax, and then we we had a reggae artist named Jacure. We had an R&B neo soul artist named Urban Mystic. We had Brooke Hogan that you liked to mention earlier in the interview, <laughs> um, and we basically almost hit like every genre of music outside of like country and opera. So thanks to me in my late teen years, I got to meet like some of the you know the, the badass artists that Miami has today, like Pitbull, Rick Ross, Flo Rider. Um, so yeah, Alicia Keys. <laughs> she's part she, of it too. Well, she's not from Miami. Not from Miami but, no, but like part of it. Too. But the cool thing with Miami is you know everybody comes to Miami, man, to party, and now it's just become like the hub where everybody records so it was cool to see people like you know pitbull on the grind and um you know like the local miami artists that were kind of underground mm -hmm. then now blow up and be like you know hugely successful and worldwide right now so i don't know if it makes me qualified but you know music's something that's dear to my heart and um you know i got to rub shoulders with a lot of like key people who i looked up to man so um the bug rubbed off on me i produce i songwrite just like you mentioned i rap and uh, just like being creative, man, you know, and Miami's just a great place to, to do that. Miami's definitely a, a, a music uh, hub, yeah, mecca type sure. of thing, you know for what sure. I mean? For sure. It has its own, its own style, its yeah. own place, but it definitely, it definitely does. Um, all right, Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not qualified for anything. <laughs> <laughs> you qualified. I lost my qualifications. You qualified. But I would say that I was just raised you know with our parents just listening to miami shit since i was a kid and i always loved the music that we have to offer people you know from like two life crew and shit like that so that kind of music was dope just because i get to see like people shake their ass to it i'm like it would really like you would hear some regular music people <coughs> dance but that music would just fucking you know, pop that pussy like how can you get some bitches to pop that pussy that's how you do it so miami had some power in music but like people like pitbull and stuff like that like 
I don't know. I feel like we have like a, a place in music in general, like in the culture of music. Miami is definitely a pretty big and essential piece of the culture. But, you know, I'm just raised in it. I'm like a product of Miami, I would say. So I got to experience and meet a lot of people because they're unique and stuff like that. So I've been able to kind of experience Miami culture in a cool, different kind of way. But I would say, you know, in 2011, 12, I was definitely a big face of Miami music back then. And it was fun. And yeah. That's kind of how we connected, you know. Yeah. We connected on the on the music tape. Eleven years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten years ago. Yeah, years at ago. a radio station, right? Yeah, yeah. It's called the Chop Shop. It was Chop Shop. Chop Shop. Chop Shop. Shout, Shout out to Chop to Shop. Carlito. Shout out Carlito. Shout out Carlito. That's how we connected. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was like a, what a barber shop. It was a fucking bar. It was like a People were getting podcast their before the podcast. Oh wait, the Chop Shop over on Biscayne. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, bro. Man, I used to get my haircut there. Yeah, bro. No. Yeah, bro. This is not stage. That's where I met him. That's yeah. the first what? time I met him. What? Yeah, yeah. Wait, how was the chop shop involved in any of this? Bro, they had a huge fucking like four or five cameras. They had a yeah. whole radio show. You I knew they there. had the little setup, but I thought it was just aesthetics. No, bro, I didn't think they, they had like Walker Flock up there. Yeah. I went up there at Freestyle what? for Walker Flock. That's a big artist. When mixtapes and stuff yeah, were bro. popping, they would have like the artists come through. They put them on video. Then you get your, your haircut yeah. while you get the get an interview going. Bro. It was dope. That's so that's where I met this crazy, yeah. this crazy guy. That's yeah. so crazy. Like ten years ago. Yo, yeah. I was getting my haircut there for like two years. I'm right. surprised we never crossed paths. That's crazy. You probably come with a forty-five. And it was around that time. <laughs> 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 nah, it was crazy when I never crossed paths. It was crazy. Yeah, right. That's it. See, we're all connected, bro. We're Mind connected. Small man. Who are your parents? <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> don't, don't ask questions. <laughs> I don't know my dad. Maybe we have the same dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my dad went around, dog. I'm my dad's fourth child, so <laughs> from the fourth different wife. No, for so, real? yeah. Wow. I like what you said earlier about you being a product of your environment because I feel like that's such a that's such a prominent and pre- prevalent thing for everybody, especially here in Miami. We have such specific cultures, but yet we all gravitate towards the same kind of things, and it's such a big city yet so small so miami's very par- paradoxical in a lot of ways so I, what does I, that mean like That's a big ass word <laughs> he said i'm on a podcast let me say some big <laughs> shit. Paradoxical. Paradoxical. let me say yeah, I, I passed my sat <laughs> damn let me get the qb real quick yeah, right. <laughs> paradoxical. anyway go finish i know you didn't you weren't done with your talk about verse man talk about like your little like what so was verse done who is verse so in 2011 <clears throat> 2010 i had a video that came out and it went really viral on youtube and it got video of the year on youtube in 2011 and it was uh just me like hey. imitating little wayne drake you're being humble Eminem, out here chilling <laughs> for me just you know having fun and it was cool it was a cool time i went on tour i toured uh for two years i had a good time and then um I had a couple of issues with some people I was working with at the time. And at that moment, everything kind of went really sour with them. I couldn't tour, couldn't drop music and do stuff. And at that moment, I met Unique. And we were able to start working at the studio on music shit. Yeah. And then somehow along that way, like I was doing my own music videos. He already had gone to school for video. He already had a bunch of experience on it. And I was like, let's come together and, you know, make some videos. Yeah, yeah and we practiced with Nick and stuff like that, which is his artist and stuff. And yeah. We were able to like really figure it out, and ever since then we've never stopped. And we were just tired, man. We were tired of having people like shoot videos for us and then like keep the footage and just bullshit and you yeah. know not deliver and be yeah, on time. Yeah, some experiences with that. Yeah, I had some <laughs> interesting experiences. So this with is that. the inception of Sobe Films. This yeah, hundred percent. Like learning well, how to do it for us. The inception really got a <laughs> shout out Rustin, shout out Ruby Farms. I mean, our, our boy Rustin, who you know, you know, oh, yeah, our spot, right. from yeah. uh, was like, yo, I need a commercial shot, and he was like, yo, you know. 
I put down my money, like, let's shoot something. And I called him, and I was like, look, bro, I'm going to order this gear online. It's going to show up to this doorstep in Oregon, and we got to shoot a fucking video on a cannabis farm. You know, you want to do it? And he was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I, know, yeah I know which video you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we it's still a badass video we this day. We actually use, like, the little cameras they're using right now, a Sony mirrorless camera. We shot, like, a badass little commercial for his company. Crazy. And that was, like, really the start of it. So we flew all the way to Oregon before we really started, like, Off of, like, fucking just believing in it. Yeah. We had no idea what but we that's, were doing. But yeah. that's how everything starts. I mean, this right now, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how many times I believe in How it. many times would I be with you at Purple Lotus? Shout out. Shout out to Kava Bar. And I'd be like, yo, bro, you're getting DMs. You're getting engagement from your stories on yeah. Instagram, bro. Start a podcast. Start it. talking about Miami stuff, you know? And then oh. how much bullshit goes on in this fucking city for you to, like, comment on this stuff. You know, comment on the political bullshit. Comment you're, on this, you know, you're societal right, you're right, bullshit. Man. Like, I, I said in my first episode, yeah. I was like, yo... If you never listen to me again, the one thing yeah. to take out of this is to fucking, you know, follow your dreams, yeah. follow. If something's not working out for you, try and do whatever the fuck for sure. you feel, tw- you know, towards, yeah. pull towards and Absolutely. And make yeah. it happen, man. Like, yeah. If there's anything you learned in the past year, year and a half, exactly. Life yes. is short, man. Like, I lost a lot of people the past year, year and a half. He's lost people. It's just like, oh, bro, life is too short not to try something. If you fail, you fail. But, like, take a risk, you know? You never know what's going to happen. Absolutely. Don't date a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, what I, that's what I learned the last year. <laughs> Don't date a Gemini. <clears throat> yeah, you can go yeah, there later. your life. <laughs> that wasn't him, guys. That was the Jack talking. That was the Jack, yeah. Wow. I also agree with him, though. Um, <laughs> moving forward. So... Specifically, I mean, you guys have knowledge of the music industry in general. Yeah. So, comparing the music industry in general, worldwide, what separates Miami? What's, what makes Miami? Miami, what makes it? Is it it's, there's some urban roots, there's some, obviously, Hispanic roots, there's, there's just a little bit of everything down here, and there's things on their own, you know what I mean? So... In your own narrative, your own way of explanation, how you see it through your eyes, what is Miami music culture to you? Yeah. I feel like, um, like to me, Miami, like in the Spanish culture, it's cool because we're kind of a melting pot for a lot of people. A lot of people come here and stay here and people, big artists like Farouko and these guys have places here and it's like, it's become a good melting pot for like artists to come here and establish themselves I guess living here recording here making their hits here and it's almost like you don't have to necessarily even be from here but like the people doing and recording and everything being here like the biggest hits they're all being made here and stuff like that and it's kind of dope like everybody's giving us that kind of like I don't know that vibe like where we have the vibe where you can come here and make those kind of hits you know what I mean not saying that you can't do that in Wisconsin but like you could you know what I mean but I'm saying like Miami's just like a vibe like it's cool but well, like you said, you're a product of your own yeah, like, environment. Yeah, you see so, it all day. You walk yeah. outside, if you know, depending on where you're staying. Same, yeah. yeah, you're staying on Biscayne, you're going to see mm-hmm. some Biscayne shit. Yeah. You know, us, we're staying on the Hialeah shit, you know, but we see different shit. But shout, everybody. Shout out to Hialeah. Shout out to Hialeah. <laughs> but, you know, everybody has their own little different things that they see. But I think Miami culture is cool because we have so many different people coming in here as a melting pot and kind of like making us like look good, you know. But Atlanta really is the hub for hip hop right now. I would say like Atlanta is where hip hop is like the biggest right now so it always jumps around we had our time atlanta has this time right now it's gonna jump around like west coast has their shit right now going on like but miami will always have that fucking heart you know it's crazy okay that's a pretty good day for music yeah miami's just fun man to me it's just like 
there's so many different subcultures of Miami, you know. Obviously, people think Miami, they think, like, South Beach and the beaches. But, you know what I mean? There's so many um, just cool areas, you know, with different cultures. You know, the Cubans, Venezuelans, Brazilians, Colombians. You know, there's, like, just different little pockets in Miami that's not just, like, reserved for one area. And the cool thing about it is everybody just, like, kind of comes together, you know. So I'm not as well-versed in, like, you know, uh, the reggaeton music and stuff like that. But, obviously, you know, it's, like, a huge hub for that. And then for us, on a film tip... It's just, it's, you know, we got beautiful backgrounds to use, you know, that are full of like beautiful and talented people. So I think when you combine that with the music and then just, you know, like I said, the fun that you can have when exploring the city, it's, uh, it's making for like a real cool grounds to create some, some cool content, some good music and some good videos. So we're all for it. You know, like, you know, sometimes you get pissed when you're here in Miami, you're like, Oh God, I'm getting tired of the traffic. I get tired of the people, yada, yada. Then you leave and you're like, God. I really miss home. <laughs> like, I really want to go back there, you know? And there's nothing like it in the springtime, wintertime. So, to me, it's just fun. And I think, you know, with the music business as it's been changing, with streaming and everything is just online at the click of a button with your phone, I think Miami is going to be uh, a hub to some, like, great records and to some great music videos in, like, this year and the near coming future, bro. We make fun of Miami, but I feel like Miami is what you said. And, like, there's so many things going for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, a lot of people... Growing up, I had people tell me, like, oh, friends, uh, I can't wait to get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And I really could never see myself out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah, I see all the the pains, but it, to me, they're growing pains. Like, that's what you go through when you're... Yeah, we live here. Yeah, like, when you, you just... Not in your... You're just growing individually, but growing as a city. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you can make fun of shit, but it's like, where else are you going to, like, have a beautiful fucking background of an ocean and a fat booty there like you know it's superficial but like it's yeah, fucking yeah, true man yeah, like you know what i mean yeah, like for sure, for sure. And when our friends come from out of town they're like oh my god the beach I it's crazy. <laughs> that's the, the that's sand. the funniest thing when your, your friends from out of town like hit you they, they think you're living like the wildest lifestyle that you're going to like 11 and you you're are. popping off and live nah, but you, see not. you just yeah. see that one night like on your story or something because you had to go there and they're assuming that that's like every night so you know so that's why you and i are disconnecting because we live you, a while we do live yeah. in, in sort of ways even oh, if you don't go out every night it's not about that yeah. it's just about having the accessibility to it that's yeah. that's all it is I'll like walk 18 feet and run the sand that's exactly <laughs> like who who does that guy yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. that's this <laughs> but i see it like now I yeah see it. i didn't see it before I, no i do it's it's insane no it's what they see is pretty i mean obviously miami isn't all glam but there's areas of it that we are blessed to have oh, it's a beautiful right. fucking city For with beautiful sure. culture and so much vivacity and like all these things i'm gonna stop using it as a city that that paradoxical i didn't even get into fucking um or uf guys so just uh, <laughs> we got to sf so we filmed right it's gonna have a word of the day i went to miami what also asked today word of the day is paradoxical <laughs> whimsical <laughs> You probably got the words written on the phone. But you are right. Miami <laughs> word of the day. Miami is vivacious, Josue. <laughs> it is vivacious. It is it is vivacious. You're right. You're right. It is vivacious. You're right, bro. Awesome. You're right. Vivacious. So moving forward. Okay. Moving onward. That's moving onward. <laughs> Henceforth. There you go. <laughs> Furthermore. So seeing that you guys You guys have known the music industry for a while mm. and Seeing what Miami once was musically to where it is today, where do you think we're moving forward? My, to me, Miami has always been a Spanish, I guess, again, again, Mecca. You know what I mean? 
But Miami's also a big EDM type of yeah city. I mean, yeah, and no. and urban as well. So with all those influences, where are we headed? Where are we headed musically? Uh, so where we're headed, I think it's just towards more good music. You know, more cultures are uh, are blending together, genres are coming together. Um, it's dope to be able to fuse like you know hip hop with reggaeton, EDM. I think obviously like when festivals and the nightclub scene can come back after the whole pandemic stuff, like it's gonna come back like really really strong. So I think it's just gonna make for like some great music from some established artists and probably even better music from newer artists that you don't you know know of right now. Okay. So in regards, fuck my life. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Break in the middle of the this guy's gotten so Hollywood since this podcast has come out. I mean, I swear to God. Go it, buy some Dogecoin. Dogecoin, baby, but DMs. not Hollywood. Highly. Dogecoin. <laughs> DMs are flooded right now. I didn't know. Yeah. So that's a good way to leave it off because I kind of wanted to integrate how, I mean, I don't think it's, it's, and if you don't know about this and you're, you're living under a fucking rock, Half of L.A. or New York, and I mean, half of L.A. and California and New York, we know they've been moving down to Florida in flocks. And where else would you move to Florida than Miami-Dade County? Jackson. Because who the fuck goes anywhere else? <laughs> it's either South Florida or North Georgia. I mean, South Georgia, you know what I mean? Like, there's no in-between. So, meaning that we have so many new influences from New York, from L.A., from Cali in general, not just LA. How do you think that, do you, or do you think that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna catch that motherfucker. <laughs> I think it's gone. All right, let me start that over. PTSD, bugs. <laughs> so seeing that so many people are moving here from LA, Cali in general, New York. Do you think we'll see any influences? Like, I know Cali is a lot of Silicon Valley. Like, Miami's trying to be the next tech world. Yeah. But, or maybe even the tech world will have some influences in, in the music industry. I mean, how, who the fuck knows, right? Sure. So, knowing as things change culturally, do you see, like, I don't know, maybe there's some sort of change coming up? Or it's like, I mean, five, ten years from now, with all these new people from L.A., from New York, what can happen to our music culture? Right. I think it's just gonna keep changing. Like a lot of like Bay Area music is big right now. That kind of stuff. What's Bay Area music? Bay Area music is kind of like that West Coast style. Like it's just like uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like I don't know. You just know when you hear it. Like San Francisco, Oakland, E Forty like kind of shit. Too like short, like, yeah. yeah like e Forty type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff is like really big right now. Like I would say, like it's part. So of it's the like res- a resurgence type yeah. of thing. And it's coming over here. A lot of people are doing yeah. that style, like yeah. that drill style. That's like yeah. in New York. The pop smoke kind of took and made his own. Like kind of like. Like, that stuff is, like, really popular. I think it's also just more money, too. Like, you know, a lot of the major labels have, you know, their headquarters in Los Angeles and New York. So I know a lot of labels are, are putting a lot of money towards setting up more shops and more offices and more studios down here in Miami. So I think it's only just going to help, you know, the music industry and, and newer artists to kind of probably maybe get a shot that they wouldn't have had before. The studios have, have been popping up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's personally, I mean, I don't know shit about the industry, but... I see that happening as well as for some reason I see maybe more of the movie industry being yeah. down here as well. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, with so many people that have so much not- notoriety and, you know, just influence yeah. coming down. It's like, I know Miami's not the 
perfect place to shoot because of taxes, right? Or and shooting on set. Yeah, like, they, they depleted uh, one of the funds for for tax incentives for for film companies, which is why a lot of them went to like Atlanta, L.A., and New York. But nobody comes here. I remember yeah. I was an extra for the FX Versace Miami type of thing. Uh, and wow, you didn't shot, tell us you were famous. <laughs> famous just, before the podcast scenes, and um, I do know that. Like they did like a fourth here when yeah. the entire Versace thing was yeah. filmed. I mean, uh, themed in Miami. Yeah. The rest, like three fourths of it, they pr- they just did a studio up in LA because it's it was, cheaper. It was fucking yeah, cheaper. cheaper. Yeah, yeah, because renting a location here in Miami or closing <laughs> down the street is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a shame because it's like you know, it's a beautiful city. How, how many music videos get shot in Miami? Like oh my a, God, a yeah. good portion of them. Yeah, but when you talk about like feature films or documentaries, it's a little bit more limited. You know, unfortunately. And there's some great stories here. I mean, you know, how, many, how much crazy shit happens in, in fucking Florida, man? Like, every other day. <laughs> you, I'm Italian. You know, every I'm other Italian. day you hear some crazy story. They're like, no way that happened. But you're like, no, Florida, that's, man. that's Florida, bro. Like, that's Florida. Man, so They be eating people here. It's just crazy. Bath salts. Bath salts. They don't even need that. Sometimes they just eat them. Like, fuck it. Tasty. <laughs> little teriyaki sauce on that ass cheek. Put a little sazon completo on them. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Okay, dog. Alright. I like that shit though. So I'm or eating No, people? eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> it is twenty twenty one, dog. If you're not eating ass and I don't know what you're doing, dog. It, right? build, it builds up the immune system. Think corona. about it. <laughs> Your immune system goes <laughs> up. Yeah. I I've not, have not gotten corona. Why? I eat ass. Think about it. The all the bacteria that's coming out that ass, I'm absorbing it. Into my system. I mean, I thought I was immune because I used to visit the Okeechobee motels in Hialeah when That's I was That's different. Younger. That's chlamydia, though. You can't escape chlamydia. <laughs> That's what I thought I was immune, yeah. but I mean, to each their own. That's bed bugs. <laughs> the bed bugs are like. Oh, my God. Wow. Crabs. Why are you acting modest, bro? Nah, yeah, yeah look at him. I'm, I'm laughing at Joe. <laughs> I'm laughing at Joe right now. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's all good. But yeah, build that immune system. If you haven't eaten ass, I'm not saying eat it, but I'm saying taste it. It's a difference. This episode is sponsored by Eating Ass. So if you'd like that. Unless you're Michael Edwards. Who's Who Michael, Edward? Michael Edward? Oh, <laughs> sh- Moya. Oh, shit. Shout out, Moya. You shouldn't have talked about it so you, much. Moya. I bet you didn't expect <laughs> Shout out, Chub, Chub, Chub. Shout out, Moya. You made it, Moya. Moya, we want you to know that you took a legendary photo that we will never forget. <laughs> we have it in our group chat. Moment, and I would show it if I would not be canceled on my second episode. We love you. <laughs> we love you, Moya. Be canceled. You will canceled. be canceled. Yeah. He he will cancel us too. Oh my God! Be famous now, Moya. poor guy, man. Yeah. 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 I hope his mom is listening to this. Yeah, it'll be bad. Well, mom. Oh, you cool. Get the Moya's mom's listening. Your mom. <laughs> Your mom's gonna be listening. Take pause on it. My mom's gonna listen 100. Yeah. My mom's gonna watch this whole entire thing right now. I know it. Why are you talking about eating ass? Are you serious, John? Mom, I've only done Why cocaine the ten fuck times. Why you talk about eating ass? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? Nick, about, what just, about you, out? You know, let me show you something. Hold up. Eat that ass though on a Tuesday. I'm just gonna say. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Toothbrush Tuesday. That's what it is. I got my toothbrush today. <laughs> yeah, I really did. We're not talking about, who talking about Taco Tuesday? We nah, got I'm just saying Toothbrush Tuesday. Tuesday. If your girl gave you a toothbrush, you live there. You feel me? No, I'm just kidding. Don't post that. <laughs> I mean, you already talked about it in the beginning, you know. You got I'm to do a lot kidding. of editing. You bleeding out from the front. Nah, I'm not going to lie to you. Top. Today, I brushed my teeth. It was the first time I ever brushed my teeth. And so much blood. I've never seen that much blood come out of me. But I said, my body knows we're marking territory today. 
That's that old positive in your sink, bitch. Take that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. I can save a life with that shit. This is romance in 2021. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, this is not how you're doing it, then. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but... Yeah, no. Hope is romantic, like, like I said. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a fucking dumbass, though. <laughs> the Miami music scene is crazy. We the Miami music scene. This is what to expect, yeah. This is what to expect from the man. I love how I got the squeakiest chair, because I don't stop moving. It's the sound of my heart. That's how Yessie's bed used to sound. Shout out Yessie for ruining my life. We love you, baby. All right, definitely adding that. Let's go. Moving on to the, uh, what is that guy? What is that guy? What is that guy? Segment. I wanted to go a little bit. I wanted to go a little bit. Let me not clap on the mic. Um, and speak about the sh- recent shootings in Miami Beach. So the past couple weeks, um, I don't know if many of you have been aware but Miami Beach has really been the people have been acting like it's the wild wild south. Like I understand it's a place to go party and it's all these things and it's do whatever the fuck you want, man. You get a convertible, you fucking like get a gun and you just fucking start shooting people, right? Sound, Whatever. <laughs> like no big deal. Very privileged complaining about shootings in Miami Beach. Just let you know. We sound like very privileged. Well, I wanted to keep this podcast authentic, man, and I'm speaking from my reality. From where we're standing. From where we're standing, guy. Because it's the fucking so you know, truth. Like Danny and I were walking right past the Starbucks, right when they shot that person, like right after, like right before they shot him. Well, so the, guy, th- the guy shot himself, right? No. So that was one of the shootings. There's, there was oh. multiple shootings within. If I was able to finish my narrative. Yeah, we're here to cut you off. But no, he, he, you are right. Yeah, there was a shooting there, and the, you're also right with that one. There's there's been multiple shootings within the week. Um, my boy lives on 8th and there was another shooting there. The guy that just so, killed those random people? Yeah. Okay. So it was like three shootings in a week, I think, or something like that, which add on to all the shootings that have been going on throughout, I think, a couple weeks and months. It's just they weren't that, uh, that built together, I guess, for lack of a better term. And the mayor came out, obviously, because he has to fucking speak up. He's a fucking mayor. And Mayor Dan, which Billy Corbin calls him Mayor Magoo because he didn't really do much, but I kind of under I, I agree with that statement. Um, <clears throat> he came out and he said, "These shootings cannot continue. You know, you can't come to Miami Beach and do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you can't come to the beach and have like bad behavior, blah blah." Which is fucking true. Like I said earlier, like Miami Beach is not the wild wild west. I mean, wild wild south. Um, you got to just act in line. Like, yeah, get drunk, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, Miami Beach has always had that culture, but there's got to be fucking limits to this shit. You can't you can't be out here wilding out at the, the risk of other people's safety. You know, it's insane. So that is my kind of like, what is that guy moment? But at the same time, it goes in a double entendre because there's another what is that guy moment within that shit. So the mayor came out and he's like saying, oh, we can't have this happen, blah, blah, And then he like sleuthly slips into his public statement. Oh, we are a cultural city and that's what we're striving to be and that's what we will be, blah, 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 blah. This all goes into, and I don't want to say agenda because agenda always sounds like it's conspiracies and we're in 2021 and conspiracies are, you know, like the fucking rage. But even though it is timely, but again, I'm really not, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm really not, you know, touting out here uh, conspiracies that they want to reinvent 
the entertainment district into a cultural destination, meaning a more Santa Monica kind of vibe. If you've never been to Santa Monica, it's very upscale. It is beautiful. It's very family-oriented and all these things, which is great. But Miami Beach is basically built on fucking bricks of cocaine. So that's just the culture Miami Beach fucking has. It's built because it's the fucking truth. It's built on, on, on drugs. It's built on all these things that really have... You're, you wouldn't be proud of, but it's what makes Miami Beach Miami Beach. Like, it's the party life. It's the, yeah. the scenario. One of the things they want to do is they want to limit alcohol sales to 12 a.m., I believe, and close shops down at 12 a.m. as well, which terrible. would kill businesses, which would kill the livelihood of so many bars, so many um, lounges, restaurants, uh, shops, everything, like the works. It's... It's the cultural backbone of the fucking beach. So how would you move forward from that? Now, someone said, and this is, I'm taking this out with a grain of salt, that, oh, how would the beach do this? Oh, well, you know, just make exceptions to the rule, right? What are, the, what are exceptions to the rule when it comes to a city? Pay an extra tax to stay open past a certain limit of time, meaning the majority of businesses in the entertainment district Hence, the word entertainment district follow the whole opening past 12 type of vibe. So is this really a ploy to get more money off of these businesses or what the fuck is going on? If it's not, then there should be the exceptions. There should be no taxes to the exceptions. You have to recognize that these businesses have built their livelihood off of decades to stay open to build their business, to keep the economy running. You can't fucking do that shit. It doesn't matter like what I understand the safety and is a priority of the, of citizens, of tourists, of visitors, of everybody. But you got to find your fucking politicians, figure it the fuck out. On top of that, Ricky Ariola, un cubano arrepentido that has changed his, his entire Cuban name to fit, I guess the, the standard to fit in, in, in the democratic, uh, Miami Beach Commission has said he wants to shut down. Let me look up the quote. Ariola. That's his last name? Yeah. His name is Jose Arriola, and he goes by Ricky Ariola. That's and what we Ar- saw when we were at the. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that dumbass. That's awesome. So, that's crazy. Ariola's a part of the nipple. It's not the part that's the nipple, right? Ricky it's Ariola. It's on the nipple. Yeah. Okay. Miami Beach. Alright. So, I guess the last name is Quinga. And the areola. I've been seeing some bitches with some big-ass areolas. For real. Like, the whole tits just a straight areola. They can't even wear crop tops or nothing because the shit pop this out the top. Great. What can't you wait for this? Like, back to the areola. Areola. Can we talk about areolas as you do this right now? Go ahead. So, I had this one girl. I used to date Emily. She had some. <laughs> she was beautiful. She was, I mean, she looked like Kim Kardashian. But her whole tit was like a nipple. And I don't know how to explain this until I saw that. I know she had like a lot of hormones or something like that that was just fucking. Maybe it was spreading. Maybe it was just she was about to become a full nipple. And she couldn't. She, I'm be for I've never seen some shit like that. Like the shirt would just move a little bit, nipple. I was like, damn. I sucked that whole shit. I don't know how I put the whole thing in my mouth. Her skin was kind of like paper, so it fit in my mouth pretty easy. But uh, like silk. Like a silk. Silk skin. Goodness gracious. Amazing. So, 
According to Ricky Ariola, and I quote from Miami Herald, he says, if you look at all the kinds of retail there that's there, for example, these t-shirt shops, tattoo parlors, occult bookshops, cell phone repair shops, vaping stores that attract a certain, you know, clientele. What guy? The pores. And that is not a clientele that is a high-end tourist market. Quote, Ariola said, a certain clientele that is coming is attracted to the fact that they can stay 80 bucks a night in a hotel and they don't have to spend money when they come. They can just go to the beach. All of that is fine. I'm very egalitarian. Another SAT word, but not by me. People shouldn't have to be millionaires to come to the beach. That's very fucking contradictive. I don't know what the fuck he's trying to say, except that he's trying to fucking close up every fucking shop that is going to bring in the pores so he can have a millionaire playground in Miami Beach. To me, that's fucking insane. And I don't know... I don't know how the fuck he's in the Democratic Party, but the Democratic Party had... Uh, ha, um, <laughs> the Democratic Party tried to have him shut out and removed recently. It was on Channel 7, but... Again, that's besides the point. I mean, it's insane. Miami Beach has always been built on a culture of just partying. And and yes, we can still have wholesome family values, but there's certain times and certain areas for that. The Miami Beach has a party culture. You can't just take that away, especially on these businesses that have been around for decades, uh, monetizing off of that. It's insane. You can't just shut poor people out or black people out like what is he trying to say with that statement you know what i mean so to me that's it's it's fucking insane dude i mean i don't fucking know you guys got any feedback on that or yeah it's it's, it's elitist it's wrong you know what i mean it's like he was trying to cater miami beach to like millionaires row you know what i mean i remember lincoln road for example used to have like so much culture and then, you know, Wall Street, these big companies started raising the freaking rent and buying up all the properties. And now it's like it's lost that cultural, you know, uh, history that used to be a part of Miami and Miami Beach, man. So, I mean, Santa Monica's nice, but at a certain point, like, it just becomes kind of like too bougie and corporate. And it's like Miami's starting to lose some of its values that made it Miami and made it a cool, cool place, you know, that you could appreciate its history. What is that guy? What is that guy? What is that guy? What is that guy? us without promoting stuff. We be done. They try to shut it down. It's true. Lincoln Road lost its, not its value, but its, its windwardness. Yeah. I guess I would say. Yeah. So many years ago, like half the stores are corporate, and it's the the rents are insane. Yeah. It's Lincoln crazy. Road hasn't been cool in yeah. many years, yeah. and that's kind of what's happening to Windwood too. But that's a whole other episode yeah. that you can tune into. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's fuck. And that's our segue into uh, wrapping up the episode. I want to have Unique and Jordan do a little freestyle and uh, show you guys. Um, we charge. You know why it is that. Freestyle, baby. Yeah, why it really now we're is that. Ours for Rihanna, you know, baby. That they should have been on this episode. So now we're charging. We're gonna we're gonna play a little background music and uh, we'll I have you guys. Music. We'll have nice. you guys start. Alrighty. Okay, we can. Uh. Never heard this beat before, but we gon' do it just one time for whole sway show in the sunshine. State FLA, it's my time. What I'm about to do? V E R S Y N I Q. Hey, I ain't even gotta try. Look up on a person. What is that guy? 
Representing 305. You see in this movie, yes, the hero does survive. The villain about to die. Here we go. V-E-R-S on the microphone. Feeling like Macaulay Culkin left home alone. I'm feeling like Eddie Murphy coming to America, but I'm on my throne. Like Pauly Shore, my bio is my dome. You look at unique, there never could be, yes, a clone. Sometimes I drink Jack Daniels out of styrofoam. Other times I'm sipping Komodo real slow. What up, Jimmy? What's up, Ben? The three people here at the table, these are my friends. Until the end, we gon' talk shit. So be films, V-E-R-S. Gonna back me up or what, kid? Yeah, I thought I loved her. The last thing that I did was go and fuck her with a rubber. I'm stubborn. I didn't understand what I had to do because my IQ was so high in the sky that I can't confuse because my views are crazy. Ocean views, nice sand in my toes. Fuck with these bitches. But trust me, you can't love none of these hoes. They only fuck with you for minutes. Once you fuck them, then they finish. They disappear like they no snapping on his fingers. They diminish. I'm Popeye on his spinach. Harry Potter when he's quitters. When he flying to anybody, what you thinking? Fly like pigeons. I'm the motherfucking master. Disaster. Put it on your wall after I punch it with my broken hand. Plaster. Cast up. I don't give a fuck about what they say. I had bitches in my past. I had to throw them hoes away. Whole sway has to say a lot of shit. So here we go. We the podcast show interviewing. Let's roll. So I just think about a minute that I felt like I was thinking that I had a bad bitch. But oh my god, man, I was tripping. Hop and skip away from being a dumbass kid. But understand, I'm a baby with some young ass things. I need me a bib when I eat the ass. Like I was saying, no start button or restart when the game I be playing. Uh. I don't know what else I could say. That yeah. Jack Daniel got my vision on haze. Yeah, <laughs> vision on haze. We could do it on way like Chris Tucker. You see me only one Friday. Yes, I don't care if you really been scared. I'm just trying to find some hosway hair that I could sway in the motherfucking wind. I feel like New York, but I ain't got no Tims. Like I said, these my motherfucking friends. Episode two, what hosway got to say. This the end. Yo, you guys, <laughs> it's the end. You guys are red dog. Come on, man. That's the first beat we, we pulled up, by the way. That was like that sure was we don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah. yeah. The beat was called back again. But we happy, man. Episode two. Episode what two. Well Sway has to say. Absolutely, baby. We honored to be your uh, your first official guest guy. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guy. We're happy that you Thanks, guy. Guy. you know. We're here. For being we're here. on. We're here. Some Money. more fire content, some more fire episodes. Many, many more to come. Absolutely. I want y'all to know one thing real quick. Hold up before I go. I got something I got to say to everybody that's watching real quick. Oh, boy. Let me tell you. Don't old boy me. Um, Real quick. Um, Eat that ass. You feel me? That's what I was saying earlier because (laughs) I realized I started thinking about it. And I said, hold up. I really don't have COVID because I eat that ass. Why? Because I use that. Get your girl to go buy you a toothbrush. But make sure it's the soft bristles because that shit feels really good on your gums. If you never had that shit. On your gums, that shit feel real nice. It doesn't fuck up your whole, you know, takes the plaque off. On top of that, don't date a bitch named Yessie. I'm just saying, we're going to put this. This is a real thing. Yessie, she a Gemini. She's a Gemini. Yessie, um, you got so much of my clothes. Give it back. Can I have some of my clothes back? Like, you got all my matching outfits. I buy outfits that match. You have all of them. So I just want to know. Let me know when you can give me them outfits back because you got the matching pants and shirts. And uh, that's it. That's all I got to say. Besides, on top of that, Yessie... Stop doing cocaine. And that's it. That's all I got to say. So what's next? (laughs) Thank you guys so much for being on today. If you guys want to follow them, this is Sobe Films, Chef's Kiss, premier production company in Miami, guy. So follow them. Thank you guys again for being on the show. And as always, have yourselves a good day. 
y no se meta con nadie para que nadie se las meta. Mm. See you next Thursday. Bye bye. Bye bye. <risa>